0: It's time for St. Peter's Better Health Update. Brought to you by St. Peter's Healthcare System. Treating you better for life. Here's Bill Klaproth. Children require special care whenever they undergo a surgery, and that is where the pediatric anesthesiologist comes in. And here to explain more is Dr. Scott Siegel, a pediatric anesthesiologist at the Children's Hospital at St. Peter's University Hospital. Dr. Siegel, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. So how are pediatric anesthesiologists specially trained to care for children?
1: Um, okay, it's a good good place to start, Bill, so that uh, people understand anesthesiologists are, are physicians, mm-hmm. uh, and after medical school, all anesthesiologists do a Residency in anesthesia, uh, usually from two to three years. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the pediatric anesthesiologist is distinguished by doing an additional year uh, of subspecialty, what's known as fellowship training, specifically in pediatric anesthesia.
0: Okay, gotcha. So, what is the difference then between a pediatric anesthesiologist and somebody who just administers, uh, uh, you know, or, or administers it to adults?
1: It's a, a really important question, and for parents that are listening that, that have that concern, um, I, let me see if I can give a, a good answer. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that there are pediatric anesthesiologists does not mean that someone who is not a pediatric anesthesiologist cannot take care of children. Um, okay. What, what we really need to distinguish between are um, anesthesiologists, that, that may have a diverse practice and they take care of children as part of their practice um, versus perhaps an anesthesiologist that never takes care of children um, and compare either of those two to an anesthesiologist who either uh, exclusively takes care of children or has special expertise in taking care of, uh, again, not necessarily um, a, a healthy child, but a child with a special concerns, special needs, special medical issues or medical problems, including very small children, such as a newborn infant or or even an infant that's maybe only a few months of
0: age. Okay, so then what are some of the special considerations when uh, administering anesthesia to a child?
1: Um, Well, there's a number of differences. Obviously, uh, children uh, are not just small adults. Uh, They have certain special needs that are dictated by Uh, their anatomy, and their physiology. Um, And those are are things that a pediatric anesthesiologist or someone that practices uh, a lot of anesthesia uh, on children um, would be familiar with. So there's there's differences in things such as the amount of oxygen that an infant may need, or the doses of the medications, or the kinds or amounts of fluids that are administered. Um, There's certainly differences in in the vital signs and the way that we assess uh, the well-being of the child as compared to an adult. Uh, so these, there's any number of parameters that, that are going to be different. Um, and again, even, even within the pediatric population, uh, we distinguish um, between, uh, let, let's say, newborn infants, infants under six months of age, and, and perhaps toddlers up to two years of age. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's even even within the pediatric population, it's it's multifaceted in terms of uh, the care and the kind of care that's administered.
0: So even uh, within anesthesiologists, there could be somebody that specializes in somebody you know, and a baby that's under six months uh, old uh, to compare to somebody to a child that's five years uh, five years old.
1: Okay, so that's a fair question, and and I think you're hitting upon. Um, really the, the best answer for parents that are concerned about providing anesthesia care for their child. Um, I, I would say for the most part, if you have, as to take your example, a, uh, an otherwise healthy five-year-old for a tonsillectomy, right. um, you can be comfortable if you know that the, the hospital that you are going to has anesthesiologists that frequently care for five year old children and are comfortable caring for five-year-old children and you do not have to um, seek out specifically a pediatric anesthesiologist if you so choose to obviously that's within um, you know anyone's uh, anyone's right to do so but it's it's not necessarily a necessity however um, I I would say and I think most most people would agree um, that children under two years of age Certainly, children under six months of age, Um, and without question, newborn babies, and certainly premature babies, or infants in the neonatal intensive care unit, uh, probably under most circumstances um, would would a parent would want specifically a pediatric anesthesiologist caring.
0: All right, excellent. I think that's really important. So then your advice or your suggestion is then for children under two years of age or certainly under six months of age or certainly premature uh, premature babies, that's where a, a pediatric um, anesthesiologist, um, you would say that's when you need to look for one of those, correct? I,
1: I, I would say that's where a parent might gain an additional uh, level of comfort uh, in terms of the qualifications of the anesthesiologist, again, understanding that um, board certification and, and where where someone trained are important factors, um, that's not the, the entire picture. There are certainly, certainly anesthesiologists that uh, did not do a pediatric fellowship that have been taking uh, care of children for years, especially perhaps in underserved areas where they don't have the luxury of having a pediatric anesthesiologist who may be very competent taking care of these children. But as, as right. a broad rubric, yes. Uh, the qualifications that we're talking about are the starting point uh, where parents can start to look. Now, to, to add to um, that that picture, um, understand that, that things completely change when you go from an otherwise healthy child to a child with perhaps a severe illness or a severe injury or some kind of complex congenital or acquired uh, disease or special syndrome um, or uh, some kind of very uh, involved in complex surgery or a situation where the child needs um, a high level of intensity care preoperatively and postoperatively. So right. those are all going to be mitigating factors in terms of a, a parent's decision um, to decide whether or not their local hospital or their regional hospital uh, provides them with the level of comfort uh, that they're looking for if they have to look outside of that, uh, of that, uh, that scenario.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Very, very good. So then, as a parent, do is there? How should I ask for a pediatric anesthesiologist? Is there something I should say, or somebody I should look for, or, or what should I look for in a hospital? Is there a way to find that out, or how, as a parent, where do I go to find a pediatric anesthesiologist?
1: Right. So th- there are two issues. One is asking the question. Two is what do you do with the information when you get the answer. Um right. So. It's probably not difficult to get the information as long as as you ask, whether it's the the website of the hospital or whether it means uh, calling the Department of Anesthesia and asking to speak to someone, or a great resource would be to ask the surgeon, especially if it's a pediatric surgeon that we're talking about. Um, There's, uh, especially in today's day and age of the internet, I I don't think it would be difficult for most parents to find out about the facility or the hospital that they're either thinking of using or that they're looking for, Um, and there's certainly um, all kinds of resources regarding anesthesia on the internet to name a few specifically for our discussion. Uh, There's uh, the uh, American Society of Anesthesiologists. There's the American Academy of Pediatrics that has a subdivision on anesthesia. Um, There's uh, an organization known as SPA, which is the Society for Pediatric Anesthesia. And and all these websites will give information on what a parent is looking for um, and what criteria they should look for under what circumstances um but but, in relatively straightforward or simplistic scenarios, again, ask the surgeon, ask the facility, go on the website, um, and that's certainly a starting point. Now, uh, it, it gets a little more complicated if, if a right. parent doesn't really know what to do with that information and whether or not uh, they should be satisfied that their child is being well cared for, um, and it, it's probably and, and each and a parent can ask for each facility mm-hmm. or, or uh, for each scenario. What the criteria are that that institution has in terms of who takes care of the children in in the operating room? Because every institution has criteria um, that will determine which anesthesiologists are taking for care of uh, the children. Um, gotcha. But okay. But again, so to reiterate, certainly, certainly ask the surgeon who's involved, and 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 be ready with that question probably at the first visit, uh, because the day of when when you show up at the hospital for your tonsils, or your hernia repair, or whatever it might be, is not the time to start saying. Well, I want a a board-certified pediatric anesthesiologist.
0: Right. Um, Okay. Gotcha. So in our last minute here, then, what would you say to the parents of a child who is about to undergo surgery and require anesthesia? What's your best advice for them?
1: um, Stay calm because the children pick up on the parents' anxiety. So if the parents are anxious, if the parents are worried, if the parents are upset, the children are going to be even more so, and the children are going to know that there's something up, that there's something that they need to fear, right. they, they need to be worried about. And the, and the parents need to communicate with the children, each, each child, to, to each to his own. But the parent really needs to, if the, if the child can handle it, to explain to the child what's happening. And, and certainly don't hide things from the child. Um, right. the children don't like to be surprised, and uh, honesty usually works as long as it's done gently.
0: Absolutely. Well, great advice. Dr. Siegel, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. And for more information on St. Peter's, please visit stpetershcs.com. That's stpetershcs.com. This is St. Peter's Better Health Update. I'm Bill Claproth. Thanks for listening.